You will do amazing things with the choice each new day brings, and with every step you take, bless the progress that you make. The reason you live is found in every gift you give. Love your life, love your dreams. You will do amazing things. Amazing, amazing. You will do amazing things. Amazing, amazing. you will go and the people you will know don't worry where or when or how you don't have to know that now you're on the right track no need to look ahead or back just enjoy what this day brings you will do Amazing things. Amazing, amazing. You will do amazing things. I know that you will. Amazing, amazing. You will do amazing things. You don't have to work it out. Just stay in the here and now. Let your mind rest for a little while. Sometimes deeper senses come when you're out there having fun. So close your eyes and take a breath and smile. Amazing, amazing, you will do amazing things. Let your mind rest for a little while. Sometimes deeper senses come when you're out there having fun. So close your eyes and take a breath and smile. Amazing, amazing. You will do amazing.
time again Amazing Amazing You will do Amazing things. Sure. We're glad you joined us tonight, whether that be here in our sanctuary or streaming with us. We also welcome you to join uh, Sunday services at 9.30 and 11.30 a.m. Central, and our 9.30 service is streamed as well as ASL interpreted. You can also watch all of our past services on demand at any point on our website or YouTube. Unfortunately, this evening we will have no ASL interpretation for this service. January is a busy month here at Unity Minneapolis, something new and different. Tomorrow... Tomorrow, Reverend Pat begins his three-month sabbatical, and we hold him, yes, well-deserved, we hold him and Eddie in our prayers as they enjoy this time of rest and renewal. Sunday is our white stone service, during which you are invited to allow spirit to reveal a new name or intention for you for this coming year. Next Sunday, Reverend Megan Smith-Brooks will be our guest speaker. And she will also lead an in-person workshop on peace within grief, and that's at 1 p.m. Lessons in Truth is frequently called the Textbook of Unity, will be taught by Karen Ani beginning this month on the 10th. Reverend Tony offers two opportunities to take Trance of Scarcity, our Winter Prosperity Class 1, Wednesday evening via Zoom, and one Thursday morning in person. Reverend Lisa Herklotz returns with a morning class on spiritual social activism and exploring that topic. And John and Marie Pettingill lead a class on spiritual growth from personal loss. And then we have Linda Need closes out the month with a Sunday workshop on demystifying the chakras. I told you there was a lot going on. Details for all of our upcoming events and activities are on the church website. Facebook page or our weekly emails. You're also always welcome to call or email the church office. And now if you would, I invite you just to take a deep breath and join me in our opening prayer. Becoming quiet and still. Breathing deeply. Allowing yourself to become fully present to right now. We begin this evening with a sense of peace, a sense of surrender, and a sense of abundant gratitude. We are grateful for the gift of life. We are grateful for this spiritual community. And we are grateful for the gift of this year. We lovingly acknowledge and honor the experiences, the lessons, the joys, and yes, even the challenges of 2021. We stand firm in the knowing that despite outward appearances, all is in divine order. 
all is indeed working together for our highest benefit. As we prepare for the new year, we stand clear and ready to release all that no longer serves our unfolding good. With optimism and faith, we are poised and ready to step into a new year, a new year of unlimited possibilities. We envision 2022 rich with health, peace, joy, and love for ourselves and our entire world. And so it is, and so we let it be. Thank you, God. Please stand as you're able for our opening song, New World Coming. There's a new world coming, and it's just around the bend. There's a new world coming, this one's coming to an end. There's a new voice calling, you can hear it if you try, and it's growing stronger. a brand new morning rising clear and sweet and free there's a new day dawning that belongs to you and me yes a new world's coming the one we've had visions of a coming in peace a coming in joy coming in just around the bend there's a new world coming this one's coming to an end there's a new voice calling you can hear it if you try and it's growing stronger with each day that passes by there's a brand new morning Rising clear and sweet and free. There's a new day dawning that belongs to you and me. Yes, a new world's coming. The one we've had visions of. Coming in peace, a coming in joy, coming in love. Coming in love. Coming in love. Thank you, and please be seated. Good evening. It touches my heart to look out here and see you in this sanctuary this evening, considering it is so cold outside. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much. And we certainly welcome those that are streaming with us tonight as well. You know, we are an open and welcoming, inclusive community, and one of our favorite things to do here is to welcome those that are new or that they feel like they are new tonight. So my dear friends, if you are new or you feel like you're new tonight with us, we want to acknowledge your presence here. 
I promise you will be kind and do nothing drastic. Just take your courage in your hand and raise your hand as I raise my hand. New or feel like you're new tonight? We've got some new or feel like you're new tonight. Great. Keep your hands up, please. Keep your hands up, please. Uh, my dear friends, uh, as you exit the sanctuary tonight, there's a beautiful packet that you can pick up outside. And we will, it tells you a lot about Unity Minneapolis. There's a pink card in that packet. If you fill out any part of that card and turn that into to one of our ushers, then we have a gift for you. Also, my dear friends, it is a pleasure to welcome you. We're grateful that you're with us tonight. If you're streaming with us, there's also a contact information there that you can uh, uh, be on a secured website that you can fill out, and someone from our community will certainly reach out to you and give you that special welcome. My dear friends, we're grateful you're with us tonight, grateful that you're here tonight, and we're going to continue our time together with a reading of the Daily Word. We now move deeper into spirit with the reading of the Daily Word. As the usher brings down the prayer box, you are invited to mentally add your prayers to the written requests in the box. After the service, the prayer box is located in the garden court where you may add your written requests. You may also submit an online prayer request via our website. Your prayers are then prayed with by our prayer ministry for seven days, and then they are forwarded to Silent Unity, where they are prayed with for an additional 30 days. The word for today, Friday, December 31st, 2021, is divine order. We affirm, giving thanks for divine order, I welcome the new year. Pausing to reflect on the past year, I may recall times of triumph and struggle, joy and sorrow, peace and turmoil. Even if it was not evident at the time, I can now see divine order unfolding in those events. Even during the more difficult moments, I can find a blessing in how circumstances played out. I know too that on the cusp of a new year, divine order continues as always to be the undergirding spiritual law in my life. I affirm the orderly manifestation of good in all things especially when that good is not yet apparent. I begin the year anew with this intention. Affirming that all is in divine order, I am ready to move ahead, giving thanks for the past and expecting abundant good in the new year. And from 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 3, his divine power has given us everything needed for life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and goodness. We affirm, giving thanks for divine order, I welcome the new year. The word for today is divine order. Sacred love is all that you are. Sing it again. You are sacred love. Sacred love is all that you are. 
sacred love is all that you are. Show the way, God, show the way. I want to live in such a state of grace. Lead the way, God, lead the way. I want to live in such a holy place. Such a Such a holy place. Now you are the deepest joy, deepest joy is all that you are. You are the deepest joy, the deepest joy is all that you are. Show the way, God, show the way. I want to live in such a state. Join me now as we take time to move into that space, that holy space, that holy space that is love and joy and peace. Let's take a deep breath together. This is the final hours of 2021. And we look forward in great anticipation to the newness of 2022. And tonight, it's time for us to go within, to reflect, to become aware and to light a light where there was darkness. Whether that was physical or mental, emotional or spiritual in this past year, there were, for so many of us, myself included, some times of deep darkness. And now <clears throat> it is time for us to move into that space and let it go. Not to forget it, 
but to understand it, to see it clearly, and to release it so that there is room to fill with light and joy. Take a deep breath with me again. Moved from your head into your heart. In preparation for that release, I ask you to hear these words from Mark Nepo. They come from his book, The Book of Awakenings, and he entitles it, Lighting Our Way. Again, take a deep breath. And he begins with a quote from Carl Jung. One does not become enlightened by imaging figures of light, but by making the darkness conscious. He goes on to write, if Jung is right, then perhaps paradise is no more than seeing the light forming in the dark. Perhaps being awake is paying attention to the ongoing moment of life that we are so often take for granted. That moment, like conception, light seeds cracking open. That moment that is happening even as we hear these words. <clears throat> Yet, as a headlight grows filmed by driving through all kinds of weather, the gift by which we perceive gets covered by experience. And our ability to see is diminished until we clear things away and clear that gift. There is a this is a lifelong process, one that never ends and always begins. Though like scratching the middle of your back, we often need each other to regain our sense of oneness. It helps here to tell an old Sufi story about a thirsty man who follows a muddy stream into a cave. He carries a lantern, holds it before him, and finds the clear source which he can drink from. When feeling muddied and troubled, we must not drink from the mud. Rather, we must trace the stream to its source carefully. Carrying a lantern of our spirit before us, we must enter the darkness of our troubles if we are to drink clearly again from that source. This is making the dark conscious. And compassion is swaying our light near others, too troubled or muddied, to see theirs. And tonight, we hold our lantern, lantern in front of us as we go into the cave to find the clear source, clearing away the film that has built up on our light. Let us take that 
into the silence. And as we come back into this moment with that intention of finding the clear source and clearing away the film and the mud, I would share with you in closing a poem by James Dillett Freeman entitled Change. I have resisted change with all my will cried out to life, pass by life and leave me still. But I have found as I have trudged time's track that all my wishing will not hold life back. I cannot bid the merest moment stay. So finding that I have no power to change, I have changed myself. And this is strange. But I have found when I let change come, the very change that I was fleeing from has often held the good I had prayed for. And I was not the less for change, but more. Once I accepted life and was not loath to change, I found change was the seed of growth. Let us find our seeds, clear our vision, and move into a new year. And so it is. One of my meditation books that I use each and every morning is called The Language of Letting Go by Melody Beatty. I bet you there's people in this sanctuary that is familiar with that meditation book. It's a wonderful book, and it helps me to truly stay centered. And this past uh, week, one of the readings I want to start my lesson, which is sharing it with you, it's called Growth. Just as when we were children and grew out of our favorite toys and clothes, we sometimes grow out of things as adults, people, Jobs, homes, and this can be confusing. We may wonder why someone or something that was so special and important to us last year doesn't fit the same way in our life today. We may wonder why our feelings have changed. When we were children, we may have tried to fit an overgrown article of clothing onto our body. When I read that, I thought, what do you mean when we were children? <laughs> now, as adults, we may go through a time of trying to force-fit attitudes that we have outgrown. We may need to do this to give ourselves time to realize the truth. 
What worked last year, what was so important and special to us in times past, doesn't work anymore because we've changed. We've grown. We can accept this as a valid and important part of our spiritual growth. We can let ourselves go through the experimentation and grief as we struggle to make something fit, trying to figure out if indeed it no longer fits and why. We can explore our feelings and thoughts around what has happened, and then we can put last year's toys away and make room for the new. I don't know about you, but I'm ready to put some toys away, aren't you? Maybe you are, and maybe not. As I was thinking, if I asked the question, are you ready for this year to end, more than likely you would say, yes. yes. Of course you would. Of course you would. I really related to this reading, though. How many times in my life have I tried to hold on to things that no longer served me or no longer worked for me? As we grow, people most of the time will move in and out of our lives in a very natural way. Why? Because you see, people move in and out of our lives according to consciousness. Our people move in and out of our lives according to that thing that we talk about so much called the law of attraction. We attract people to us, as you know, and you've heard me teach this numerous times. The people that you're with is no accident. You've attracted them into your life by right of consciousness. You've attracted them into your life for you to learn from and for them to learn from you. And I think sometimes, have you ever had a friend that you thought, this is going to last forever? You may not even remember some of their names right now. Because what happens, dear friends, not only do we attract, but we also repel by right of consciousness. And as we grow, it is absolutely natural for people that are not growing along beside us to move out of our life. Gently, lovingly, and maybe sometimes not so lovingly. Those of you that have been with me for <clears throat> a while, you might have heard me tell, you know, I thought that when I was out there, <laughs> drinking and using, I thought if I stopped, the bars would close, do you know? But what has happened, they didn't close, number one. But number two, as I became healthier in my own life, as I became healthier, I drew a different set of people to me. And it's not like I had to go out there and work at it. What happened was that I had to work on myself. And as I worked on myself, I grew, I changed, and then others were attracted to me. You've heard that saying, birds of a feather flock together. Well, that's true. 
And so as you grow and as you change in your life, you will attract people that are in alignment with your beliefs and your growth. And those people that are not in alignment with your growth and your beliefs will gradually move out of your life. So when we have to let go of people that no longer serve us, the first question I ask is, what am I doing for myself? How am I growing? Because if their people are still in my life, I've got that are not so healthy, then maybe there's something in my life that I need to change. So I can certainly relate to people moving in and out of my life. And then what about jobs? How many times have we outgrown a job? <laughs> Do you kind of know when it's over with? You know, it's like in my first career, I knew it was over with four or five years before it was over with. Oh, those were miserable years. But I knew they were over with. I knew that my interest had changed, that my, my interest had changed, that I had grown. And in some ways, I had outgrown the job. I knew that that field was no longer for me. So again, I had to let go of that job in order to grow and continue to grow in my life. Absolutely imperative. And I let go not knowing why or how. And as I look around this room, I know some of you have been in that same situation. You too have let go of a job, not knowing exactly how it was going to unfold. But you let go in a way because you trusted spirit. You trusted spirit to know that that, that spirit would provide. And of course, many of you, or maybe you knew this, knew this, that also in order for us to truly get the things in our life, we have to let go of those things that no longer serve us. We got, that's called the, va the law of vacuum, the vacuum law. We have to create that vacuum in order for things to come in to our life. So it's important as you think back, you know, is this the time? Is this the year? Is this the job I want for next year? Is it something I need to think about? Is it something I need to change in my life? Then I need to ask Spirit for guidance. And I need to ask Spirit for courage in order to step out and in order to continue my growth. And then also she referred to in this reading as homes, letting go of homes. Uh, I don't seem to have... Too much trouble letting go of homes, and sometimes I do it more profitable than other times. <laughs> but the, the bottom line is, I love our home right now, and I'm really pleased to be in our home. And, but I have witnessed people that has had to let go of homes in order to downsize, in order to be in places um, where they can be taken care of by other people. And I've seen people kind of shrink from homes down into smaller living conditions. And many of you in this room have done that. And that's part of the process as well as growth, for growth as well. My challenge sometimes seems to be letting go of cities. You know, not homes. 
But those of you that know me, <laughs> you know that I've lived in many cities. And sometimes perhaps a church that I have served in a city, you know without a doubt that your work is complete in that church. But oh my goodness, what does that mean when your work is complete in that city? And you're, it, normally you're letting that city go as well. So I've had challenges sometimes in letting cities go as well. But um, so often we want to hang on to the past. And when I want to hang on to the past, it keeps me from growing. The past is the past. We must let it go. We cannot walk into a future without first letting go of the past. For us to maximize today's possibilities, we must minimize yesterday's misfortunes and mistakes. We have to do that, my friends. If we continue to hang on to those misfortunes and mistakes of yesterday, and we continue to play those over and over in our head, what happens? We repeat it again and again and again. We cannot claim our good by hanging on to the past. You know, we can learn from the past. Don't you agree from that? We can learn from the past. But it's been said, yeah, learn from the past but don't let the past torture you. Don't you think? Don't you? <laughs> Thank you over there, Miss Lori. I appreciate that. <laughs> but so often that's what we do. We don't let it go. And we play the record over and over again about the past. And we just let it torture. If only I had done this. If only I had done that. If only I had invested. If only I had moved then without a doubt, my good friends, as long as we hang on to that, it keeps us from making full use of today. And we cannot walk into this future while holding on to the past. Will Durant declared, and he, was, uh, uh, he says, forget mistakes, forget failures, forget everything except what you're going to do and do it now. Today is your day. Make it what you want it to be. Do what you know you need to do. Don't delay and don't dare give in to your circumstances and situations. Don't settle for things as they are. No matter how things look, there is a way. And that way is in front of you. That way is not behind you. Charles Fillmore, co-founder of our Unity Movement, says this. A healthy state of mind is obtained and continued through the thinker willingly, when the thinker willingly lets go of the old thoughts and takes on the new. This is illustrated, of course, by the inlet and the outlet of a pool of water. Stop the inlet and the pool stagnates. Of course, in unity, thoughts, everything begins in thought. We teach that, I believe it. He says, living old thoughts over and over keeps the inlet of new thoughts closed Stagnation bring, being, begins to set in, maybe in a crystallization of your life experiences. The law is the law. 
And as my teacher would say, the law will not be mocked. Thoughts held in mind produce after their kind. So if we want to change our life, oh my goodness, I wish I could remember this every day. If I want to change my life, then where does it begin? It begins inside. It begins inside in my thought pattern. If I'm going to change it out here, I've got to start within here. So often we want to release and let go of things, places, situations, relationships, workplaces, without first acknowledging that everything in 2021, everything is in the past, has had a purpose in our life. You go, well, I may not like it, but it was there for a reason. Ah, and so I always encourage people, before we let things go, for us to look at it and say, okay, it was a purpose. How did it bless me? Scripture tells us for everything there is a, a season, a time for every matter under heaven. We can know that God is present in every situation. Even those situations that we do not like. Even those situations that we feel like is totally 100% against us. Even those situations that we know in our mind's eye that we have attracted to us by right of consciousness for us to learn from. Even those situations that are hurtful. God is present right in the midst of it. I want to share, a, there's a divine order that is always present. My first teacher, Dr. Murphy, Dr. Ruth Murphy, founded the Unity Church in New Orleans, Louisiana. And she served that church and that ministry for 50 years. God bless her. I know she rests in peace at least. Oh, thank God. You know, and this, this, she says she transitioned at the age of 101. She wrote a poem called Divine Appointment. And this is what she says. These are some excerpts from it. Nothing has been without chance or without purpose. All that stuff you want to let go of. All those hurtful things, it was for a purpose. For the Spirit of God has been moving throughout my life and leading me to this place, this time, this situation, and this way of being. God is the constant presence in my life, and I will always be in my right place by divine appointment. I will always be in the midst of the right experiences by divine appointment. I will always have wonderful people in my life by divine appointment. I live by divine appointment. So, when the world seems to be swirling around me, as lately it's been doing a lot, it seems, I think of my words of Dr. Murphy. I wish you had known her. She was perhaps one of the greatest unity teachers I've ever met. Uh, but I think we never forget our first unity teacher. So tonight, when we begin to release things, Let's be sure to bless these things, knowing that as we re release them first mentally, it forms a vacuum, and then we're able to fill it with good thoughts. Charles Fillmore also says, I am ready to have my beliefs and attitudes change so my life can be transformed. Therefore, I forgive myself for all mistakes I have made. I offer to forgive and release everyone who may have harmed me in any way. Whatever you are choosing to release tonight, it isn't bad. 
remember that for a time it served you. Your day-to-day activities may have revolved around this person, this fear, this illness, or this belief. Some of the things that you might choose to release tonight are habits. I won't call out the list of them. You know them. You know, for me, a lot of caffeine. You know, that's one of my habits. Um, Whatever patterns that are repeating in your life that interfere with your freedom and well-being, perhaps that's the pattern that you want to consider releasing tonight. Forgiveness. Any unforgiveness that, you have, that, is, that you're still holding on to, anyone you feel strong negative emotions toward, anyone who is problematic in your life, anyone you feel resentment or anger towards, anyone or anything that interferes with your peace of mind, your sense of well-being, any emotions toward a group of people, any situation in which you feel resentment or upset towards. We know and we teach forgiveness is absolutely necessary for our spiritual growth. Then you might want to release dis-ease or illness. Carolyn Mace, she says, release what Carolyn Mace called woundology, the sense of being permanently warped by your past, the sense of being a victim in your life. Might want to release fear, fear of being taken advantage of, fear of being discounted, fear of abandonment, the idea of competition, aggressive thinking, making the other person wrong so that you can be right. Let go of the limited thinking. Limited thinking for me so often shows up as when I use just the facts to make a decision. When I look at the facts, and those are important, but that's limited thinking. It's bigger than that. It's using truth. Sometimes truth you cannot see, you cannot understand. It's intuition. And when I use that, that is unlimited thinking. And then letting go of this need to worry. And I teach if you're going to worry, don't pray. If you're going to pray, don't worry. But yet sometimes worry shows up in my life. And release the ideas that you can't be who you are. That it's not safe to be fully yourself. You're a divine creation of God. Release that idea that it's not safe to be totally 100% who you are. Release the idea that you don't release today. What, release the idea that what you don't release today can never be released. We know better than that. It's released in God's time and your time. Let go of the poor me thinking and release the need for drama in your life. That's a big one for me. Drama. Some people I know thrive on drama. Some people have been called drama queens that I know. Do you know what I mean? I won't call any names. You know what you need to release. You know what you need to release tonight? It's not what someone told you that you need to release tonight. Don't. It's not what your spouse, your partner, your friend said you need to release this. It's what spirit within you guides you to release tonight. So tonight as we um, 
we're going to prepare to release uh, those things that no longer serve us, and we'll do that through a ritual. And you've got to remember, a ritual is an outer sign of an inner decision. So when we come and participate in a ritual such as the burning bowl, it says to the world, I've made this decision um, publicly to release these things. I want to share one other reading with you, just a very short reading. It's, um, uh, it's, it's one of my readings as well that, that I follow, the Science of Mind magazine. And um, it was written by, um, uh, so sorry, I don't have it at my fingertips. Um, a great, she's in, um, her name is Reverend Mar Martha Quint Quintana. And she's from Albuquerque, New Mexico. And she writes this. She says, These days there is doubt. This current doubt stems from the pandemic and its consequences to the economy and how people interact. Great changes have happened quickly during the past 18 months. In this rapidly changing landscape, we encounter doubt. However, doubt is not truth. Truth is truth. Doubt comes from seeing what I know change so quickly into something I don't know. It's natural to not know. Doubt is something else. Doubt is the stuff that erodes confidence, security, happiness, and truth. Doubt comes from insecurity, and that's where it needs to return. Instead, it's okay to sit in the unknowing of quickly changing circumstances. Wow, that gave me so much comfort when I read that this week. It gives me great comfort to know that in the not knowing, it's okay to sit in it. And it's okay not to know. I mean, one thing these last 18, 20 months, two years has taught me, wow, there's a lot I don't know. It changes quickly. Our job as truth students is to sit in the unknowing and vision. Ooh. Vision. The vision is what creates light on the path and gives us a sense of knowing, even when we can't immediately see the results. The vision is what is to be what the vision is what is to be is up to each of us individually and collectively. So I got this insight that it's okay to sit in the unknowing, and I do sit in the unknowing. But it's not okay not to vision the future and what I want my life to be. And it's okay for this community to sit in the unknowing. But I believe it's not okay for us not to vision what our future is. That's huge. That's huge. I shared with someone tonight prior to the service it just seems like yes, things change so fast. It just seems like yesterday that when we did a, 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 a releasing and letting go New Year's Eve service, the, the, the church was full. 
And today, we're streaming. Thank you, God. We have a way to reach out. But that's new as well. That's new as well. Church has changed rapidly. Church has changed rapidly into that unknowing place and to be comfortable with that unknowing place. And your life has changed rapidly. Change rapidly. And to you, too, get to be uncomfortable. You get to be comfortable in that unknowing place. So tonight, we're going to release those things that no longer serve us. And so I'm going to invite you, if you would, as you came in the sanctuary today, tonight, you receive this tissue paper. It's a, it's a flash paper. And so I'm going to invite you, if you would, just to take a moment. And Ms. Laurie, I'm going to ask you, if you would, to please just play a little music for us as we uh, begin to write our personal releases. I want you to begin to write your personal releases and just put down a word or two on this little piece of paper. Who needs one? Raise your hand. Oh, my goodness, yes. Our beautiful guest needs paper and pencil over here. Uh, and so get that. So as I often say, you know, we do not accept notebooks or anything like that in this burning bowl. We just accept this. And so put a word or two down on this piece of paper. Put a, put a word or two down on this piece of paper that, re that represents what you want to release. Okay? Take a minute to do that. Dear friends, you that are streaming with us from home, we invite you to participate as well. Maybe you can take paper and begin to write down what you would like to release. And of course, when we get ready to burn that, please be careful at home. There might be a fireplace nearby or a large bowl, but be careful. Does everyone have what they need? We're going to take a couple of more minutes. So join me in our preparation for the burning bowl, the prayer. Sweet Holy Spirit, within I accept responsibility for my life, for my thoughts, feelings, actions, and reactions. And I now use my will to choose what I will take with me into the new year and what I will release. I now turn over my negative thoughts, fears, beliefs, and anything else keeping me from my good to spirit. And through the power of the grace of spirit, I now release and allow spirit to heal me. I will be cleansed anew. 
I give thanks as I bless this ritual I'm about to perform. Tonight, we call forth the activity of the Holy Spirit to now move through our community, gently healing, gently transforming, and gently removing all that is not in alignment with the highest principles of the Christ consciousness and for the highest good of my life in this community. Thank you, God. Let's use the denial printed in your order of service. I will affirm it once, and then I'll ask you to affirm it with me. Nothing unwanted needs to remain in my consciousness and life experience. Together, nothing unwanted needs to remain in my consciousness and life experience. We're going to begin from the back of the sanctuary. We'll come down the center aisle and return to the side aisles to your seat. So we'll begin. And so as you come down and you burn, just touch your paper. Gently touch it to a flame and release it into the bowl of nothingness. Okay? So we'll just begin coming down. And once you're distanced from each other,
Let's release some of your past things, conditions, and situations that no longer need, that no longer need, no longer that you need. By doing so, you've created a vacuum, a space for new ideas, new relationships, and new conditions. In releasing through denial the energy that you've invested in negative thoughts, you can now reinvest in the positive, affirmative thoughts that you desire. Join me in prayer. And now we call forth the activity of the Holy Spirit to bring into our community and our lives the ideas, the blessings, the opportunities, the people, and the financial support that is in alignment with the highest principles of the Christ consciousness and for the highest good of my life in this community. Thank you, God. Amen. Let us affirm the affirmation that's in your order of service. I'll affirm it once and then ask you to affirm it with me. I am now filled with wholeness, light, and a sense of well-being. Together, I am now filled with light and a sense of well-being. So if those of you are able to, please join me as we sing together. I am free. I am unlimited. The words are in your order of service. Let's applaud that, okay? That's great, yeah. Whoa, yeah. I invite you to be seated just for a few moments, please. And also, I want to invite you tonight to make a gift to Unity Minneapolis. You can easily do that. There's several ways to do it. First of all, there's envelopes in the pews, and if you choose to fill out, put your check or your cash in an envelope and drop it in our receptacle as you leave the sanctuary and as you leave the building. We will gladly accept that. You can also do that through Venmo and PayPal. Just search for Unity Minneapolis. 
Also, there's a QR code scattered throughout the sanctuary. You can use that QR code, uh, to, and it will take you to a secured site as well. You can go to unityminneapolis.org, donate, and it will take you to a secured site as well. Oh, my goodness, there are many ways to donate. And so we invite you to make that gift to Unity Minneapolis. Also, if you've not made a year-end gift to Unity Minneapolis, you can easily do that through the same method. Just mark that as a year-end gift. This year, we are asking for 100% participation, and we give thanks already for those that have participated. It's not too late to make that year-end gift. Let's affirm our offertory blessing is found in your order of service. Let's affirm it together. Together, divine love flowing through me blesses and multiplies all that I give, all that I receive, and all that I am. I am 
Thank you, thank you. I'm inviting our on-duty Unity Prayer Chaplains to please stand. These individuals arrived early. They held sacred space in the sanctuary, and they're here to hold that sacred space with you, to pray with the ears of their heart, and to pray aloud with you, and then to hold what they have heard in the strictness of confidence. So today, if you have a prayer request, by all means, invite a Unity Prayer Chaplain to pray with you. Thank you for your service, and you may be seated. I'm going to invite our ministers, Reverend Kevin and Reverend Tony, on our platform for our prayer for protection and our peace song. I invite you to stand if you're able to. The words are in your order of service. And I guess I just really want to say thank you for being here tonight. I was a little thrown off. I was expecting packets to come down and roses and fireworks to go off. But none of that happened, so I apologize tonight. But we are so grateful, my dear friends. We're so grateful that you joined us tonight. And so, uh, members... Speak to our guests tonight. Do you hear me? Got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. So to know we tonight, we know. And guest, if you don't want to be spoken to, just do like this. Okay. So. Oh my goodness! You can tell I'm leaving for sabbatical real soon. <laughs> Okay, so together we know that the light of God surrounds us. I am light. The love of God enfolds us. I am love. The power of God protects us. I am power. And the presence of God watches over us. I am presence. Wherever we are, I am divine and all is swell. It could 
Something's coming, something good. If I can wait, something's coming. I don't know what it is, but it is gonna be great. With a click, with a shock, phone will ding dong, door will knock, open the Maybe tonight, maybe tonight. 